Welcome to the Sigma Femme podcast. We're so honored to have you here and want to thank you for choosing to step up your life and business while being unapologetically you. The Sigma Femme is neither a leader nor a follower. She is committed to living her life, her way. She has charisma and unstoppable power like no other. Let's expand the Sigma Femme community together. Now here's your host, Hayley Forbes. Hello everybody and welcome back to the Sigma Femme podcast. Hayley here and in this episode I want to take you back to the start of my personal development journey and share with you the daily practices that changed my life. Now I want to be totally honest with you these practices only worked because I was open to them. It's the most important thing you have to be willing to let these practices change your life. If you are cynical then your mind is going to prove you right. Our minds, our brains want to show that we are correct. So if you want to take on any of these kinds of practices into your own life, then make sure you come towards them with curiosity and with an open mind and with the belief that they are going to work. Now, I have always had a mindset that anything is possible. I've always been someone who was self-motivated and always been someone who has really been able to stay optimistic even in the hardest of times. When I wake up in the morning, I wake up and I'm like, good morning and opening the curtains and really excited to start the day. Think about like a Disney princess skipping through the halls. It can be highly annoying for other people in my house, especially my husband, who can only really grunt before he gets his morning coffee. But that is me. I am that kind of person. I'm someone that really does. I love getting up in the morning. I am excited to start my day and excited about all the possibilities that that get to come. After doing lots of self-development and deep inner work on myself, I started to learn where that came from. Now, I do think sometimes we are born with a certain type of personality. I'm someone that believes in the total, it's nature and nurture that really helps us define our personality and who we are in the world. Yes, the circumstances that we are brought up in is part of it, our genetics is part of it, but I am also someone that has an interest in things like past life and I believe that some of us are, or all of us, are born with a certain mindset already within. Now, the kind of mindset I have is the person is like, good morning, let's start the day, I am excited, But also, as I said, after doing some deep inner work, I learned about myself that a lot of this also came from learning to become a practical psychologist, really, from a really young age. So I learned how to create a safe environment around me by understanding the behaviour of those um, whose company I was in. And that's also where my people-pleasing behaviour came from. So I am a recovering people pleaser, I always say, because it's a part of myself that I am always working on. I am always working on upholding my boundaries and making sure that, yes, I want to be someone that takes on everybody's point of view and does things to positively impact people's life, but no longer at the expense of myself. And that is something that 
I still want to over give of myself. Now, I always say in my business, I always over deliver, but there's a big difference between over delivering in terms of value and over giving as in giving too much of yourself to other people from usually a place of not being enough or what it came from me. I always thought I was a people pleaser to fit in until I really started digging into the work, the deeper inner work and exploring past limiting beliefs and thoughts. And I realized that actually a people pleaser comes from wanting to create a safe environment. And our two million year old brains, their key thing is to keep us alive, to keep us safe. So of course, that is always going to be our main driver is what can they do to keep us safe? And I realized from a young age that I could read people's behavior. I could read people's, um, like I could sense other people, how they were feeling, how they were thinking. And when you grow up in quite a volatile environment, then the best way to create safety and to create security and to create a deeper knowing that you feel safe and secure, for me, it was to overgive of myself. So I could go into a room and read a room and very quickly sense like how tense the atmosphere was and learn to what I could do to create that safer environment so I would overgive of myself I would put myself in positions where I was missing out so that other people were getting because then other people were happy and if other people were happy then that meant that I was safe so that was a huge understanding and a huge awareness for me and I get to thank that inner child for keeping me safe but also let that go and trust that now I get to be safe because I get to be safe and I don't have to overgive of myself anymore. So there's always been elements of me tapping into what is within me to generate results in the physical realm. So I've always known that there's a mindset that I can step into that gets me physical results, right? And as I say, that is one of the ways that I learned that from a young age. Now, when I came across personal development and learned strategies that worked to actually get me deep results without me overgiving of myself, without me being a people pleaser and to not just tweak results sort of in my life, but actually to get me results that I didn't even know were going to be possible, my life changed. And I mean drastically changed. The things that I have manifested in my life, I have manifested my dream home, my dream career, the finances, the absolute abundance around my life, my my health. My health has, has been a journey that we have been on. And although I am still not where I want to be yet with my health, where it was compared to where it is now compared to a few years ago is massively different and massively improved. I have manifested adventures, family adventures and so much more. And that is what I want to share in this episode is the strategies and the tools that allowed me to do that. But as I said, I want to acknowledge that there is also just this part of me that is more inclined to believe that this is possible for me and then to go and do what I need to to create it to make it happen. Okay, so you need to have that mindset. You need to know that this is possible. You actually have to believe it's going to happen. And don't worry, this is not going to be a podcast episode where I tell you that you must get up at 5am every single morning or you're not going to be a success. 
I definitely do not get up at 5am any morning. I am really, I fall into the belief that we're cyclical beings, right? So especially as a woman, women go through cycles every month and then we've got the moon cycle as well. Then we've got seasonal cycles. So I am someone that allows myself to get up naturally. I don't set alarms and haven't for years. So in the summer, I do tend to get up about 6am, 6.30am. In the winter, I don't usually get up till about 9am. And my children are the same because they don't have school to go to. So they really get to fall into their own sleep cycle as well. And we really nurture that for them. Honestly, I think I would be pulling my hair out if I had to get up at 5am every morning. And the whole point of the medical morning, so the medical morning is actually an amazing concept. It's this amazing practice, but it has been wildly taken out of context. So the whole point of the medical morning is to spend time given to yourself before you give to others. Because if you wake up and give directly to others then that is how you're starting your day with you're always given to others and you're never filling yourself up if you think about it if you are a parent and your kid comes and wakes you up and they're like mommy come and do this mommy come and do that mommy can I get breakfast instantly you're like on the back foot instantly you're you're like a slave to someone else and their wishes and you've not even gave yourself any time yet So the whole point of the medical morning is to give yourself some time to do what fills you up. So exercise or journal or meditate. And I'm going to speak a little bit about these practices just now. It's to fill your cup up first so it's overflowing. So the rest of the day you can give to others from abundance, right? So the whole thing about the medical morning is is that and it's incredible. But I don't get it when people set their alarms for 5am because someone said to them they have to get up at 5am to be successful and their alarm goes off and it's this high-pitched alarm and they've been told by their coach or some kind of online, I don't know, a YouTube video or something, um, the best way to actually get up when your alarm goes off is to put it at the other side of the room so you actually have to physically get out of bed and go and switch off so you don't fall back asleep again. Now the problem with that is the whole point of the medical morning is to give to yourself first, right? It's not to be a sort of victim or be controlled by other people's sort of needs or wants. And when you've got an alarm going off really loudly at the other side of your room, to me, that's like you're getting forced out your bed. (laughs) There's this big loud alarm going off and it is forcing you to quickly jump up and get out of your bed. And that is like the opposite of starting your day in empowerment, in my opinion. The 5am medical morning, the reason it was 5am was because it was designed around the guy who invented that, that sort of term, who coined that phrase, the medical morning. It was around his schedule for work. So I believe that, uh, I'm sure it is, that he had to get up at 8am. Well, he had to work at 8am. So in order for him to be at work at 8am and to get in everything that he wanted to do before he went to work, including exercise, meditation, visualisation, journaling, then he had to get up at 5am to make that work that's not to say that you have to get up at 5am like it gets to be your schedule and also for me as I say I'm just not someone who is someone that likes to be controlled by something else like an alarm that's why I've created my life and my business around a way that allows us to be in flow so I don't take work calls before 11am my kids don't go to school like we don't have to be somewhere like up dressed ready rush 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 
by a certain time in the morning so we get to be in flow. Obviously take everything I say and see how it can work in your life and work in your life better but I just wanted to give you some sort of input into that. Now I want to share with you a little bit about the practices that actually do go into my morning. So generally, and I say generally because each morning is different, again, I don't believe in saying that it has to be a certain structure or a certain way to get success. However, I think that if you're starting a practice like this, start it for long enough for it to become a habit and then feel into what feels good for you. So I had to make things like journaling a habit. I had to make things like meditation a habit. So I committed for a certain amount of time until it became a habit. And then it was something that I could tune into and ask myself, what do I need right now in this moment, right? Now, it was already a habit, so I was more likely to do it, so that allowed me to fully tune in to, does this feel good or not? So I hope that makes sense, and I hope that's landing for you. I always journal. Journaling is the thing that I do every single day, regardless of what else I do. And the way that I journal is quite it's quite set out. It's the same kind of practice all the time. I'm not someone who is a dear diary person. Dear diary, this is how I feel today. That is never going to be me. I'm someone who likes to journal with a purpose. So what that looks like for me is I start my day. I always write sort of grateful at the top and I write the date and then I will share at least five things. I will write down at least five things I am feeling grateful for right now in this moment. Now I don't just write it down, I feel it. I feel it in my body. So usually the top of my list is the house that we live in and it's so funny because it used to be something that I future gratitude journaled for and I'm going to explain in a minute what that means but now it is actually something now that we live in this house and that came true I manifested this house it's something that I am genuinely grateful for now so I will write down at least five things I'm grateful for in this moment I will give myself a second to breathe into and feel every single one of those things to actually get into the vibrational frequency of what I am feeling grateful for Now, we know to do with law of attraction and things that the frequency you bring in your body, you're going to attract more of that frequency. So if you're tuning into gratitude, one, it's going to make you feel freaking amazing because, I mean, like you can't feel grateful and annoyed at the same time, really, right? When you get into a proper flow state of gratitude, it uplifts everything in your body and it makes you feel happier, it makes you feel more grounded, it makes you feel more grateful and less sort of resentful or wanting, right? It brings you back into the gratitude of everything you have now. And then I write five things I'm grateful for in the future and I write them as if they've already happened. So our body, when you create a feeling in your body, your body doesn't know that that feeling hasn't happened yet. So it thinks it has already happened. So if there's something that I want to manifest in the future, I write it like it's already happened. So I will be like, I am so happy and grateful for this. And then I will feel it in my body as if it's already happened. How would I feel if this had already happened? And I let that frequency come into my body. And what this means is I'm becoming an energetic, frequent match for that future. So we're all atoms, right? Everything in the world is just energy. We're all just vibrating. And you're going to attract the sort of vibration that you're in. So 
when you get into that vibration of it's already happened and how that feels, your body and your mind is much more likely to take actions that's aligned with that future because you're already in that frequency. So you get into that frequency, it changes the whole vibe in your body. When we talk about high vibe, it's also not just a silly phrase that people throw about, well it is sometimes, but it's literally talking about the vibrational frequency your body is going through. And if you can tune into gratitude for what you're grateful for now, as well as what you're grateful for in the future, you're combining the feeling of this moment and the feeling of the desire in the future as if it's already happened and you are likely to step towards that future and take actions that's aligned with creating that future. So that is what I do every single day. What is magical and beautiful is that when you write things you're grateful for in the future and they start happening and you start to put them at the top of your list for what you're grateful for right now, it's a feeling that you're like, I done that. And that's very much what I've done with this house. It's very much what I've done over and over again with multiple things, actually. Certain hitting certain um, financial milestones in my business, I used to always write that I was future grateful for X amount and then it happened because then I was in the frequency that aligned with taking action from that state. Okay, but you actually have to feel it because it's a feeling. It can't just be something that you write and then you doubt or something that you write and you're like, well, I hope that happens. It has to be, it has already happened and I am so grateful for it. And then what I go into next is affirmations. Now, my affirmations tend to be the same affirmations that I write down every single day. However, they sometimes change to ones that support me better. And I'm always looking at my affirmations and seeing, do they need to be adapted? Some affirmations that I had in the beginning, I don't need to have now because I already massively feel them in my body. I create affirmations around what is it that I am doubting or feeling just now and then how can I write a positive affirmation and remind myself that I am already that person or I already feel that way or that thing is already on its way to me. So I write out my affirmations and again I tune into the feeling. You can't just write things out, you have to say it, you have to feel it, you have to believe it when you're saying it because your mind is going to call BS. And that's where as well, you need to be a little bit careful with your affirmations. If you can't fully get behind them, then tweak them. If you're someone who is like, I am a multi-millionaire and that feels so, so far away from you right now, then you can tweak, I am learning to receive multi-millions. I am learning to step into becoming the person who creates multi-millions, right? Or if you're someone who writes an affirmation like I love my body and that is the furthest from your truth right now then if you can't fully get behind the affirmation I would tweak that to becoming I am learning to love my body right so what affirmation can you fully get behind it has to be a stretch otherwise what is the point in doing it but it has to be one that you can fully get behind as well so that you can feel it you can feel it in your body and you can own that Some people like to stand in the mirror and say their affirmations. Some people like to record their voice on like a voice note on their phone and play their affirmations back to them. You could be saying your affirmations and then while you're brushing your teeth, listening to your affirmations. We are wanting to reprogram your minds. 
And then I will do a little bit of meditation and visualization. Now, the reason I've put these two together is because that is my favorite way to meditate. Now, you can meditate for lots of different reasons, but I really love meditating on my future vision. It's just something that I can really, really connect to. So I will relax down my body and then I will connect with the future vision that I want to step into. Again, what this is doing is this is actually up in my frequency in my body and aligning my frequency with the best possible future okay so that you can feel it as if it's already happened and what's going to happen then is your physical realm is going to catch up with the metaphysical realm where this vision has happened you're going to take action towards seeing the moves that you need to take to create that thing Because when we believe it's already happened, when we are in that frequency, our eyes and our mind are more open to seeing opportunities that is going to help us take action on creating that future. So meditating and visualization for me go hand in hand. And I have created a little eight minute future meditation. So you'll be able to get the link in the the caption for this podcast. So feel free to go on, opt in, download it. What I'd say is commit to this or some other meditation that's at least eight minutes long for at least eight weeks. Now, there are scientific studies done that has proven that eight minutes or more of meditation a day for eight weeks actually changes the neural pathways in your mind, right? So you can actually rewire your mind to be more positive, to be more grateful, to believe that your best future is possible, to make you feel more calm, less anxious. So my invitation to you is to adopt this practice, right? As I say, I like to do this in the morning, but then I will also do work during the day on my personal development and on myself. Because what happens is this can reprogram us in the morning, but then as the day goes, you will start to, your mind starts to go back to its old conditioning. So after about four to six hours, our old condition, our old programming starts coming through again. So you also want to, if you're starting the morning like that, that's amazing and it's the best way to start your day. But you also want to be bringing in some of these practices in throughout the day. Now, it doesn't have to look like, half an hour every four to six hours it can if you want but it can just be five minutes right every four to six hours you can be taking five minutes to ground yourself to set to do some deep slow breathing to close your eyes down to feel what you're grateful for and then imagine your best possible future and allow that frequency to come up right It's going to reprogram your body again. You're going to be in that high frequency. And again, that is going to last for four to six hours. So this is a practice that you do throughout the day. It doesn't have to take you long. It doesn't have to be like two hour long rituals every single like moment of the day, every morning, every afternoon, every evening. It gets to just be a small practice that benefits you. Okay, so this is one that benefits me, this journaling, my gratitude, my future gratitude, my affirmations and my meditation and visualization. So as I said, go away, download the future meditation just now. My invitation to you is to do this every single day for eight weeks and then come and let me know how you get on. So come and me over on Instagram at Haley Forbes Coaching. Head into my DMs and tell me what your practice is. Tell me how you get on with this. Do it for eight weeks and look at what you have managed to manifest and create in your life in that time. 
thank you all for listening to this and remember every single Wednesday there will be a new podcast episode drop in so watch out for that and I will speak to you all very soon thanks for listening that was the Sigma Femme podcast with Hayley Forbes to find out how Hayley can help you step into the next level of you and scale your business more than you ever thought possible visit HayleyForbesCoaching.com that's HayleyForbesCoaching.com dot com.